my bad. Hey everyone, I'm Vanessa Gonzalez and you're listening to Oop My Bad, a podcast where we discuss the latest entertainment hot topics and trending news stories on social media. And if you don't like what we have to say, then oop, my bad, and you're not ready for this tea to get spilled. Every Friday, I'll be dropping a brand new episode with my co-host, Kathy Paciente. What's up, guys? And we're going to be gossiping over Hollywood's headlines. Welcome back, listeners. This is episode three of Oop My Bad. Okay, so for our first trending topic of the week, we're going to talk about Harry Styles. Ugh. Our favorite. Our favorite, (laughs) if you didn't know. But anyways, so Harry just announced his tour dates. So we all were kind of speculating already that Harry was going to go back on tour, but no one knew when exactly. But you know what? Our prayers got answered and they were announced yesterday. So tour dates for North America and Europe were announced for 2020 and dates for Asia, South America, and Australia are soon to come. So how excited are you for this tour, Kathy? Honestly, Harry, all I've heard about Harry, he's such a good performer. So I expect nothing but the best. Oh, me too. And the name of this tour is called Love on Tour. We already love you, Harry, so (laughs) that's fitting. (laughs) (laughs) And then this Saturday, we will be expecting Harry to be hosting SNL and performing. So not only is he hosting, he's performing two jobs, literally. Can I I make a prediction? Go ahead. What if he drops a new song when he performs? He's like, you know what? Let's drop the song right here on SNL. Oh my How would you feel? Because I know you're such a Harry fan. I literally have chills. I'm so excited for Harry. You know, this is something totally new for him. This is totally, you know far away from his One Direction phase. I think he's oh, leaving yeah. that. He's definitely, definitely, you know, turned into a whole ass man. It's a different life. It's a different life. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, Harry, we all know from his Rolling Stone magazine article that he's experimented with psychedelic stuff. So who knows what this album's all about? Honestly, but I'm here for it and I'm ready for it. And another thing that we also learned was that for his upcoming tour, it's an 18 plus GA pit area only. We had to stand. Harry said no kids. Honestly, I feel like it's smarter that way too because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of moms complaining it's unsafe for my kid. Like, why would you buy your kid pit? First of all, like if you exactly. Don't want so this just shows you too that. One Direction fans have all grown up. There's no 12-year-olds anymore there. Heck yes. Everyone is all 18 and above now because that's all that Harry wants at his concert. So, mm-hmm. and the fun thing is for the GA pit sections, they're labeled as cherry and watermelon. Ooh, okay, Harry. So, what's with this whole fruity vibe? I have no idea. Honestly, again, he's ending obesity in America. <laughs> We love you, Harry. (laughs) Let's go into our second topic. So our second topic is Camp Flogna. This was this past weekend. Seemed like a pretty great turnout. We had a lot of cool guests that we saw in there. It was pretty exciting. And not only did, of course, Tyler Creator perform. Oh, yeah. We had other artists like Rosalia, who's big in Spain right now. And the surprise guests. People weren't a fan of the surprise guests. Oh, no. They really weren't. Everyone speculated that Frank Ocean was going to be the surprise guest, but it wasn't. Mm. It was Drake. And honestly, everyone kind of played themselves. Like, they, it was advertised as mystery guests. And we were like, oh my god, it's Frank. Oh my god, it's Frank. No, like, you guys just had to be rude and boo Drake off stage. That's just like... Yeah, no, I felt so bad. He got booed off stage. Mm-hmm. I guess after six songs in, Drake was booed off stage. Mm-hmm. And Drake acted pretty professional about yeah. it. And, you know, kept saying that he was going to continue if anyone, you know, if no one really liked it or not. Yeah. But I kind of feel bad for Drake because everyone booed him off stage. Yeah, but like, you know what? I feel like Drake handled it really well and everything. And plus, he kept it really professional. And, you know, he was like, you know what? I get what you guys are saying. Good night. 
And jokes on them because they got a shorter performance and yet Drake still secured the bag. That's honestly. true. That's true. And Tyler went to Twitter because he was not pleased with how the crowd reacted. He was mm-hmm. definitely shamed and embarrassed. Yeah, especially since this is his event. This is his event. This is his festival. And he invited Drake. It's his friend. It's too. his friend to top it off. So he felt very disrespected. Mm-hmm. And he went to Twitter to say, I thought bringing one of the biggest artists on the effing planet to a music festival was fire. But flip side, a little tone deaf, knowing the specific crowd it drew, some create a narrative in their head and acted out like assholes when it didn't come true and i don't f with that so he was not too pleased at all with the outcome how Mm -hmm. everyone booed he kind of felt like everyone was just being entitled and rude about it and he was really excited for drake they even showed videos of tyler dancing to drake's songs and just looking so happy but then once he heard everyone booing he was like so thrown off he was like what the fuck guys (laughs) exactly Uh and what did drake actually have to say about this honestly still drake kept it professional I love that he made a joke about it in adding on to this. He was like, plot twist, just signed a 10-year residency at Camp Lagna. Sorry, kids. See you every single year till you are 30. With like a crazy <laughs> face emoji. <laughs> you see, Drake don't care. Drake don't, don't care know. what those kids have to say. No. And he knows he's successful. And plus, Drake's a good artist. You come to a festival and expect Frank Ocean. To be honest, I'm not surprised Frank Ocean didn't even come. And... Even Frank Ocean liked that picture. He's like, haha, joke's on you guys. Because Frank Ocean, I don't know, you could tell by the songs, he's depressed. And I feel like he has social anxiety. Like, I don't know him personally, but from speculation, if he has social anxiety, what makes you think he'd want to perform to, like, a big crowd? Exactly. You know? I totally agree. And just seems like everyone at Camp Flognaw literally just played themselves. Yeah. But anyways, on a lighter note, Noah Centineo? It's Noah Centineo. Okay, Noah Centineo. Okay, basically the actor from All the Boys I Loved. All the Boys I Loved Before, and even the one who got the most hate when he replaced Jake T. Austin in The Fosters. That's true, I remember that. Anyways, he won an award for Best Comedy Actor. Oh, really? I don't even know the award. That, that's what it was for. And then he was even shocked, too. He was like, I didn't think I would win as Best Comedy Actor, but mm-hmm. okay, I'll take it. And can can you just rephrase to us, Kathy, his speech so everyone else knows what he said? Because I lost brain cells hearing his speech. Oh, yeah. From my three remaining brain cells, I have 0. 0.5 after this. <laughs> so, Noah Centineo have said, quote, it's not what you do. It's... Wait, what? <laughs> It's okay, read again. It's It's not what you do, it's what you do with what you've done, with what's been done, with the way others want to be treated by what you choose to do with what you've done for the things we've done for each other. And then he sticks his tongue out. End quote. (laughs) I'm so confused. You guys heard me struggling just reading it. Yes, and I saw his speech. I saw the video on Twitter, and I did not understand Mm -hmm. a single thing he said. And plus, even he was struggling with saying it. So I was like... Yeah, yeah. Let's just say the worst acceptance speech of the year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We thought 2019 was basically over, but you know what? No, he he just proved just wrong. Could I just say, very on brand for his cringy Wattpad 2012 (laughs) (laughs) voice. Literally. Anyways, I'm not a fan of it. Good luck, Noah Centineo. 
What a mess. Thank you for making me lose even more brain cells that I don't have. <laughs> okay, and let's talk about David Dobrik. <laughs> David Dobrik. Do- David Dobrik. You know what? I just lost so many brain cells from Noah Centineo's speech right now. I'm like trying to come back. Yes. If you guys don't know who David Dobrik is, summary. 420, vlog, vlog squad, DACA. <laughs> That's good. I guess so. He's a YouTuber. Famous oh, yeah. YouTuber. Everyone knows his YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Um, he just won Sexiest Heartthrob Alive. I'm shocked, to be honest. I don't know how. I've never looked at him as a sexy mm-hmm. man. To be, to be honest, yeah, he has a cute boy charm, but, like, I don't see him as a sexy man. Especially if you look at the runner-ups. And the runner-ups happen to be Harry Styles. You know, we love him. Yes. Shawn Mendes. Oh, my white boy heart. My white boy heart. <laughs> Noah Centineo and Jordan Fisher. And David... Dorbrick won number one out of those men. I still cannot believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it either. I don't know what it is about the YouTube world, but, you know, he has been voted the sexiest heartthrob alive right now. I disagree. You know, I'm a Harry yeah. Styles fan, so I think Harry should won that one. Yeah, definitely. And if not Harry, I know this is going to sound so basic, but Sean could have won it too. Yeah. Maybe that makeout session made him lose a couple I, of I think points. so. It, <laughs> yeah, with Camila Cabello, you know, it's like enjoy your relationship with yeah. that. But anyways, um... Okay, I, if that's what the world wants to have as their sexist heartthrob alive, then so be it. Very shocking, 2019. <laughs> very, very shocking. Very. And you know what? The year's not over yet. Oh my Disney God. Plus has just released. Oh yeah, $7 a month. $7 a month, but you know what? It, it had a pretty positive outcome. Really? I heard that the first day it glitched a lot. It glitched a lot, but everyone's been actually pretty into it lately. Oh, okay. Everyone on Twitter's been raving about it. But guess what? Just yesterday, Nickelodeon and Netflix just signed a contract together. Yes. So yes. they're trying to go get, you know, go up against Disney. But to be honest with you, I think it's a losing battle. I don't think really? Netflix really, I don't know. Netflix is good and all, but mm-hmm. you think Nickelodeon's strong enough? To be honest, like, I feel like Disney Plus is really strong just because it has, like, the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And the Marvel fan base is really something else. Like, they're oh, very yeah. strong. Um, But for me personally, yeah, I love Disney Channel and all, but I do love my Nick shows. Like, I do lie. love some Nickelodeon shows, but I think, I, you know what, I don't think it was a bad idea for Nickelodeon mm-hmm. to sign with Netflix. I feel like, you know, Nickelodeon's making some money off of that. Yeah. And, you know, Netflix will too because they are some good, you know, classic hits, you know, like mm-hmm. The Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, Spongebob. iCarly. iCarly <laughs> to top it off. You know, Victorious just made it back on there. Oh, yeah. So. Love that. <laughs> you know what, probably not a bad idea, but yeah. Disney Plus, everyone's a Disney fan. Oh, yeah, definitely. And plus, I think Netflix is $12 a month right now, right? Yeah. And Disney expensive. Plus is only 7 If you look at it from a spectrum, like, Disney Plus isn't that bad. No, I don't think it's that so. bad. It's got all the classic shows mm-hmm. and movies, anything Disney related, and then some. Yeah. I heard even The Simpsons are going to be on there. Oh, really? Yeah. The Simpsons, oh, all of The Simpsons episodes and seasons will be on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. So, not only is it just Disney related, they're also teaming up with other, you know, companies and networks. So, oh, cool. pretty exciting. Okay. Let's talk about, you know, a couple other famous YouTubers. So, we all know Shane Dawson. Oh, I've loved him since I was like... <laughs> 11. <laughs> and Jeffree Star. Uh, uh, not really the biggest <laughs> fan of Jeffree, but I love Shane, so. So we all have been following along Shane Dawson's video series yes. with Jeffree Star. And definitely, it's, it's been a big, like, it's been a great out. I mean, it had a great uh-huh. outcome, I mean. And it's definitely a game changer. Like, Shane is already known for his documentaries, but 
opening up the beauty world, like the secret mm-hmm. of the beauty world is such a taboo subject. I feel like that's why it's doing so well. Oh yeah, I think it's doing really well. And just to do a collaboration with Jeffree Star, like two big YouTubers are collabing together for a video series. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. lie, I've been watching a couple of their episodes together. Oh. And they have over like 30 million viewers like yeah. in each episode. So this is big. Definitely. And and leading up to the ending of their video series together, um, they both announced that they were going to release a conspiracy theory makeup palette. Yes, and with that, a main conspiracy theory palette, a mini conspiracy palette, and a bunch of lip glosses and merch. Yep. And guess what? That all sold out in 15 minutes. That's crazy. And before it even launched, the website crashed. Oh my gosh, I heard about that. Yeah. So no one was able to even access their makeup websites. So basically, Jeffree Star's Cosmetics and Morphe crashed. And I don't know if they sold it anywhere else, but I heard Shopify. So all of those crashed. Everyone was getting so mad and so stressed. Let me tell you, the day after that palette released, I saw so many vlogs saying the stress from trying to get the... Oh, yeah. And I'll give you a personal story. The other day in class... There was this mm-hmm. girl that sits next to me. Okay. During a lecture, she was going on different multiple websites when the palette launched. Oh my god! And they were sold out everywhere, and she was so stressed out. Mm-hmm. And she was looking, oh and she was looking through different websites <gasps> oh trying to gosh. find an available palette. Mm-hmm. And she was only available to find one lip gloss. God, that's crazy. So and that's kind of unsafe because even Jeffrey said it himself. Do not go on third-party websites because you don't know if it's fake. You don't know if it's the same formula. And plus, I don't necessarily trust it because my skin is sensitive. Like, mm-hmm. what if you break out? Exactly. And on eBay, I was looking. Guess how much the conspiracy palette was? By mm-hmm. itself, when it first launched, $52. Okay. People are selling it for $150 and people are buying it. Oh my gosh. So the beauty world is just crazy. Yeah. We're just Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star fans. Yeah, definitely. Like people are buying it and no matter what, like, yes, I want to get my hand on that palette, but never in a million years would I pay $150 for this palette. That's originally what? $52. And they said they're restocking. So what's the point? Exactly. I don't know, but it seems like Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star win. Oh yeah, definitely. And Shane... You can't say, oh my god, I'm poor anymore. Yeah, (laughs) we know that he loves to talk about how poor he is. Oh yeah, as he's wearing his Gucci backpack. Exactly. I think he should start, you know, reiterating that one. I'm upper middle class. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay, and our last topic today is Selena Gomez and her former songwriter slash friend, Julia Michaels. So Julia Michaels is currently on tour, and Selena Gomez was at one of her concerts and surprised fans and performed their song together, Anxiety. Ooh, I've never heard that song. I actually heard it. It's not that bad. It's pretty good. And I feel like it's both real to them because they are both two people that struggle, you know, with anxiety and depression and actually, you know, just mental illness problems in general. Mm -hmm. And so it was great to see, you know, two strong women, you know, come together on stage and perform that song. And it was the first time Selena Gomez has been seen, you know, live on stage in a couple years. So, you know, mm-hmm. she's make, she's slowly making her comeback. Yes. And um, she joined her friend and, you know, surprised everyone. I mean, just surprised the whole concert in general. Basically the whole stadium. The whole stadium. And to top it off, they shared a kiss on stage. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I guess their friendship's that deep. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Is this the new Jelena? <laughs> <laughs> right? And lastly, they got matching arrow tattoos. Oh, wait, that the night of? Yeah. 
So was this spontaneous or like? I don't know. Let's just say they're really close friends because they shared a kiss on stage and matching arrow tattoos that point to each other. That's the tea, sis. That's the tea. And you know what? Oop, my bad. But (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm happy for Selena at this point. Mm -hmm. She's been through a lot, not gonna lie. So if this is what makes her happy, then Mm -hmm. so be it. They both look really good from the pictures I've seen too. I wish there were videos of the performance, to be honest, so I could see how they perform, but they both look good. Yeah, from the pictures I've seen, they both look good, too, so I agree. So, perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll keep all my social media tabs at the link at the bottom, and I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next week. So, bye! Bye!